Josh, I did that thing. I did that thing where I made that that sugar coffee thing. It's it. That's how basic I am. Is that I've now joined the legions of making like three ingredient things with all my extra time. Dude, we're all we're all in that bandwagon. We have to bandwagon, or else we don't have social interaction. Hashtag basic bandwagon. Hashtag bandwagoning in twenty twenty is every all. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our? Who are we? Hmm. Hmm. Am I glad you asked? Well, my name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. <coughs> I'm Josh. Hey, Josh. Well, who, who are we? We know You know our names. What else do you need to know about us? Well, what you need to know is that we're best friends. We've been best friends for a super duper long time. Some might say too long. We come together once a week for our combined love. Well, really, it's just mine. But I drag Josh through the mud of movies and nostalgia. (laughs) We pick one movie a week. We watch it. And then we rate it and review it for your pleasure. At the end of this episode, this movie will get a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject. Denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. Oh, boy. I feel like this is the most revealing of the intros that you've done. <laughs> it's like really opening up the uh, the truth of the things. And I'm, I've decided to just embrace transparency in this podcast. Also, who is saying that we've been a fr- uh, friends for too long? I think it's just us. I think we're the only ones that say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, other people when I when I run into other people at Tam, or if I like ever talk to to other people from from you know around our childhood, they're you know they're always like, oh hey, what are you doing? What are you doing for work? Blah blah blah. But then like the next question they always ask is, how's Josh? I don't know if you get that too, or if you talk to Tamanites. No, they they just go, know. oh God, has Evan died yet? No. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could have said. Wow. I'm sorry. I feel like I have to edit that out. No, do you? For your sake. I guess so. No, yeah, you're right. That was bad. I'll leave it in. Take it out. Take it out. Take it out. Take it out. Nobody has said that. That was a, 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 a figment of my imagination. And in fact, if they did say that, I would immediately, uh, because I've taken one um, Wing Chun class, give them a nice little center punch to the Mm. chest and then do the continual slaps and then one of those little knee kicks, sending them to the ground because nobody talks about my Evan that way. Nobody. Not even me, even though I did. (laughs) So now I got to Wing Chun myself. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't wait. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, body block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, around the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've always got the element of surprise. Okay, this is not a co- me quoting The Office. Hey, Evan. <laughs> hey, Josh. Okay, well, wing chun it away. What did we watch this week? 
I mean, do we have to say people? We've got to say. I've got it in the notes. The producers told me you still have to stick to the formula. God, those guys were rough. Uh, We watched Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal Weapon 4. Welcome to the end of our Lethal Weapon series. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations on making it all the way to the end. Um, Lethal Weapon 4 came out in 1998. It is the last movie in the series. Uh, We're still a buddy cop action comedy film. Still directed and produced by none other than Richard Donner, starring racist-ass Melly Gibsons, Danny Glover, Gibbies. sorry, Melly Gibbies, Danny Glovies, Joey Pesci's. Also known as the, the what was it in the last one? Oh, the... hectic. Like the very, hectic. <laughs> very hectic guy. The very hectic Joe Pesci. We've got Rene Russo coming back. Uh, we're introducing into the franchise Chris Rock, a young Chris Rock. And Jet Li in his American film debut. I didn't know this was a uh, his first American film. Did you? I I didn't know that, but I also had a feeling that it was. Yeah, I had a feeling like it was too. And and we'll we can kind of get into his character later on. But uh, but yeah, th- this is it. This is this is the last movie in in the franchise. Did you did you watch this one when you were a kid as well? Well, before I get there, I just got to say that, you know, we're we're still in the middle of the, well, I, not the middle, who knows, but uh, it's funny we're, that we're yeah. doing a quadrilogy in the middle of the, it feels like we're like trudging through, uh, actually, no, maybe I shouldn't say this because this reveals my opinion too much, but it feels like we're trudging through two things right now is what I'm trying to say. Lethal weapon and coronavirus? <laughs> Which, th- things that seem to last, like, you know, day like every day feels like a week. Yes, every minute feels like an hour. <laughs> That's so true. I didn't. I never. I didn't think about because I. I had always wanted to do these four as like a series, but I didn't know that it was going to coincide with like this weird monotonous life that we're that we're all living. Where you know, how do you work from home? Uh, I work from home. So the let's same punish way ourselves do. further. <laughs> Well, maybe that's a good sign then, because this is this is it. So after this okay, one, so, Corona's over. We, we can all go back, right? Yeah, that's right. Once we give a rating of this movie, this should... I can't even joke about it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I've, I even felt bad just now, just setting it up. Oh, so. man. Couldn't even do it for myself. So uh, yeah, ask me the question again. <laughs> so Josh, did you watch this, this one as well when you were a kid? Yes, uh, I did. So I know that I watched all of these when I was a kid. I know that we've already talked about bits and pieces, not knowing what scene comes from what movie, and just the giant amalgam that is Lethal Weapon being Mm -hmm. kind of the memory. Yeah. But surprisingly, I had a lot of specific memories from this movie. Oh, really? Maybe because, well, maybe because it's the most recent, but I kind of feel like this one was revisited a couple of times i mean this in the, one in the household this one came out while we were while we were kids or well when we were 10 because it came out in 98 we were both born in 88 so it mm-hmm. this is probably the one that like um i'm kind of looking back because 
Was this the one where, like, I'm thinking about my dad, where he's like, oh my god, yes, I get to take my kid to go see a Lethal Weapon movie, like, in real time. Like, it probably was that situation, because Uh, Lethal Weapon 3 had come out in 92, so it had been... That's too young for us. It had been six years, yeah, we were four years old, so probably when this one came out, um, and some some interesting, um, you know me, I was like, do a little bit of of interesting uh, production back history. This one, so it came out in August of 98, um, but shooting began in January of 98. So this one was a real quick turnaround. Like, oh. this one, they basically were like, hey, uh, Melly Gibsies and uh, Danny Glovies, do you want to just make a little bit more money? And they were like, yeah, of course, well, why wouldn't we? And then they just like, within the same year. I mean... I've never heard of a movie having that short of a turnaround, especially one that's like a big action yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, because this this is they definitely they go through all the lethal weapon, the whole gamut of things you got to have in a lethal weapon movie, and they've got more celebrities in this one, and they've got to give every single person like somewhat of a meaty thing to do. Yeah, so they, that's, I would that's say they surprising. definitely give Chris Rock and Jet Li both really meaty things to do. I mean, they I would I would even argue that they give Joe Pesci more to do in this one than the last one. Um Yeah, and well, I would also imagine that because you said that the last one was the highest grossing one that they did. Yeah. That they probably had a lot of resources to make this one. So they yeah. they could do it. They could turn it around quicker, have the big rig blow up in the air and do it in one take and it's perfect this one it was the most expensive for them to make um and and it is only the second highest grossing film um behind lethal weapon 3 but but it was still one of the top 10 movies of the year just in terms of of uh of of gross um yeah i i gotta say it probably was was the same thing for for me like i'm sure this came out when i was when i was 10 and then my dad because I, uh, when I when I think about the collection of these films, I I can visually remember seeing Lethal Weapon one, two, three, and four in our little DVT, DVD um, drawer box. So oh, it yeah. it must have yeah box like it it must have been a box thing with all all four of these movies in it. So that that must have been my introduction to it um, was because of this one. My dad probably <laughs> was like. Oh yeah, action movies. I was a boy once too. I want action movies for my sons. Okay. Oh wait a minute. We didn't do a we didn't do a synopsis. Do we need to do one? Uh, yeah, I got one. All right, all right. Hit me. I have to do this one just because of the name. Okay, I'm ready. It's not that funny. I'm here for it. Okay. With personal crises. <laughs> that's not how you say crises. <laughs> that's not how you say it either. Crises. <laughs> crises. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Why do I do this part? With <laughs> with with personal crises and age weighing in on them, LAPD officers Riggs and Murtaugh must contend with deadly Chinese triads that are trying to free their former leaders out of prison and onto American soil. Mm. So that was the one sentence, and that was... From Monkey King MMA. <laughs> well, thank you, Monkey King MMA. Um, yeah, it, it follows follows the same Lethal Weapon formula. The the two of them, 
Except for this one is a little different in that they're they're both getting a little older. You've got you've got Melly Gibsies, he uh, he and, and Renee Russo are still together, but she's pregnant. And also you've got Danny Glovies is about to become a um a grandfather. A gampa. A gam- yeah. <laughs> Gampies. <laughs> um and uh unbeknownst to him, Chris Rock is is going to be his his uh, son-in-law because he's already married to Danny Glovey's uh, daughter without their knowledge. Um, so, you know, there, there is, they are playing on the whole age thing again, uh, a lot like they did, I guess in the rest of them, but, but this time it's kind of more for, for both it's of just, them. It's more everybody. Everybody's having to have this yeah. Murdoch arc. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Murdoch aging arc. Um, as as it's known in in cinema, um, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. If there's anything else to say before we get into our our current experience with the movie. Um, so we'll get right into that after this short break. Hey, tapes, 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 fans! We have exciting news to share. Evan is doing a guest spot on episode 213, that's episode 213 of the PJC cast. The PJC cast explores hypothetical situations and would you rather questions. It's super fun. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Well, you can actually find them any place that you would find tapes, tapes, tapes. Don't forget, our boys Evan and Josh love to get fan mail. You can send them an email at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Hope you're staying healthy during this tough time. We appreciate you listening, and we're happy to be injecting some fun distraction into this surreal hellscape. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back from the break. You lead it. You lead that charge. You get this. You get it. <laughs> I'm leading you do it. Do it great. I'm like a rhinoceros. Josh, what are you? What are you eating right now? Oh, some blue corn chips. Ooh, serious snacks. Blue corn chips. Are they the honestly? Um, I think Garden, Garden of Eden, Eden brand blue corn. Chi- oh my god, they are <sighs> more delicious than any other chip. They're really good. I I'm I like them. I I think I like the flaming hot as well. But yeah, they're the healthy Dorito, or at least the pretend healthy Dorito. <laughs> yeah, they they've got us suckered in. Um, so yeah, Lethal Weapon Four. Uh, I can't believe it's over. I can't believe we're we're finally at. We're the not end. over. We still got to do this episode, Evan. Don't put the cart right, before well, the thank horse. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. All right. Well. <laughs> Lethal Weapon franchise is over. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of you rating it. Why? <laughs> I'm afraid of you talking about it. Why? Why are you? Af- you've never been afraid. Why do I? Why are you afraid of my opinion? <laughs> because I had a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared of me, Evan. I'm scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. I. I... Boo. Boo. <laughs> 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 I'm a ghost. That's, Don't be scared. That's a horrible ghost noise. Um, no, I, I I had a really good time. I was I was shocked by how good of a time that I had. Um, it's I don't think that it achieves the same kind of like 
heights as the first two movies, but and the Rotten Tomatoes score is the lowest of all of the movies in the series. So this one was like critically panned when it came out. Um, I think a lot of people did indeed think that they were too old for this shit. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I just, I really liked it. Um, well, you're also doing something that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do, which is just watch all of them back to back to back with fresh eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how like many... most people have to wait years between that. I guess that's true. But that was, that was always my experience as a kid. Like my experience yeah. as a kid was watching them back to back to back to back, like the Star Wars movies, oh. like Shrek, like whatever. I just I watched these kind of you know back to back all the time, but I didn't really remember everything about this one. But then once I was watching it, I too I remembered the scene with the laughing gas, and I remembered Jet Li and like his whole badass character, and like how he had that those like prayer beads. That he used to choke people out. Yeah, those were very memorable beads. Those are probably the most memorable be- beads in a movie <laughs> that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I can't think of. I'm sure if I thought hard enough, I, I could think of other beads that were more memorable. Yeah, let's think. Let's put together a, ch- a chart of some beads that are memorable in other movies. And, and not I- gems, beads. <laughs> not gems. Don't you dare. So um, you can't say the necklace in Titanic. All right, sorry, I'm done interrupting. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I I had a really good. Time. I remembered the the whole Chris Rock thing and like him and Joe Pesci going back and forth and like getting into it. Um, I I just a lot of things were coming back for me while I was watching it. So I my nostalgia bone got triggered. I entered into nostalgia baby, and uh, and I had a good time. It was really cheesy and like not. Not a good movie, not a great movie, but I I had a really good time, so I'm scared now. <laughs> Stop! Boo! No! Boo! The Boo! Ghost. Oh, don't be scared of me. I'm your podcast partner. You are I my podcast partner. But sometimes but I do when have to we tell you that your opinion your, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> no, is it? <laughs> No, no, it's not totally wrong. Um, I, I definitely, I, I can say that uh, four out of four times I have not had a particularly positive experience uh, watching these movies, which is a shame because mm. I consider myself an action movie fan. Yes. You know, whether they be good, bad, ugly, westerns, you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> Uh, but you know, so this one, you know, watching the fourth one, I can definitely tell you, I came into it with probably the worst attitude of all of them because I was already, I was already, I was fatigued. I wasn't even over it. I was just mentally and physically fatigued going into another lethal weapon movie. Like seeing it was even here. I was just saying like, fuck, I got to watch one more lethal weapon movie. (laughs) Oh, and God. she's like, okay, have fun doing your podcast that you enjoy. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> 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 well, We really <laughs> are pulling back the curtains on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Honesty equals better relationships. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll say that this movie of all of them, I felt was the best 
kind of the best written of all of them, in mm, my opinion. Yeah. Like, I feel like the, the first one had the best intentions. Yes. Uh, of being like an action movie and kind of became something weird. And this one kind of like, it just did the right thing. It, it balanced its characters well, especially its new ones. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the one where... I know that we kind of had very different opinions about the third movie where the banter between the two either felt too too much improv or too little or too sure. structured. Yeah. And this one felt like they were just in the pocket for most of it. Like they didn't really need to work for it, but the writing supported them. Yeah. Yeah, totally so agree. That, I think a lot of the issues that I had with number three was the dialogue. And I, I really didn't have any issues with the dialogue in this one. Yeah. And it was also nice that every character had in some way a little bit of an arc at least finally in the last movie like you know Murtaugh is uh you know reaching the like the next stage of his life uh mm-hmm. and Riggs is you know obviously doing that as well and even Joe Pesci like the hectic little guy like he gets a nice little arc about like learning about his past and the what is the story that he tells about the um the little frog froggy yeah, he tells some like heartfelt story at the very end, right? And it's like you guys are just my close friends, and like you know, friendship looks different to other people, or something like that. Yeah, honestly, the story was kind of bullshit, but it yeah, was just yeah. like, oh, I'm glad that at least they're trying to give him an arc. Yeah, that was the um, when, when Morgan and I were were looking at some of the reviews for it. the The review that Roger Ebert left was, and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing, um, but he was basically like, yeah, it's it's a pretty good action movie, but they didn't they didn't take the story itself too seriously and i think that that is true like i don't i don't really remember the overall story other than like yeah okay there's there's well, chinese immigrants just coming in and chi- like chinese triads bad people that's the plot chinese triads bad people but also chinese government also bad people yeah like that was kind of a weird thing like at the very end where they they confronted the the Chinese triads who were making a deal with the Chinese government and they sh- they like showed the Chinese government that the triads were giving them fake money and the Chinese government was like okay well then we shoot them all in head now and i was like okay what yeah, that's weird well that's that's one of the things that i kind of i knew was going to suck and i was not going to be happy with but is very typical in like these kind of mid-90s action movies of just representation of another culture being villainous yes for the yeah. purpose of like but just having a that villain that's a little different because they didn't do that with the, all the other ones they were creepy white well, they people. probably they need they needed something new they needed like okay we're bringing in the big guns we've got a bigger cast of celebrities like what can we do that would really change it up for yeah and i think they wanted the the two guys they wanted a vehicle for got, jet lee they well obviously yeah. they wanted to do like oh martial arts is kind of hot right now yeah uh, yeah let's bring in this guy gently but honestly there is nothing more ridiculous to me than the thought not even seeing it but the thought that um, Danny Glover and Jet Li would be fighting each other <laughs> in a movie <laughs> yeah it was kind of amazing in a way because it just was like why why on earth would this ever happen. Like this, yeah. This is not how life works, but but that's but, but that's kind of how these movies work. Like, it's it's never how it, it's just so over the top and so weird. Like in the first scene, 
It's like, hey, we got all the boys together on a boat, and they caught a shark, and it's funny, and they're making fun of Joe Pesci, and then out of nowhere, this giant tanker just, like, creeps up yeah, on them, that was... and there's gunfire on it, and then it's a chase scene. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, we get it. You guys are setting up for the next scene, but you're not really giving us a lot to chew on in terms of story of how we get there. I got some closure on something that I've been chasing this entire four movie long series, and that's the Cyborg Ninja. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. The Cyborg Ninja. So, so yeah, what was So first off first off to clarify you know, when I was saying Cyborg Ninja, I knew there wasn't going to be, like, a literal Metal Gear Solid 1 Cyborg Ninja, like, Robot Ninja showing up. Okay. But I knew that there was going to be some kind... I knew that there was some kind of, like, at least how I remember it, some kind of person that was like a ninja and had ninja-like skills that I considered above human ability. <laughs> like, kind of out there. <laughs> and I'm watching this movie, uh-huh. and I'm watching Jet Li... And I'm kind of thinking back to when I was a kid because I was, when did this movie come out? It was like 10, 10 at 10 for us. Yeah, we were 10. Yeah. I probably hadn't seen that many Kung Fu movies by this point. And I think when I first watched this movie, because I was so blown away by the things that Jet Li was doing on the screen, I think that I thought he was like inhuman. Like he was playing like a robot or something. Because there's that scene where Mm. like he... He's like fighting and he like dodges a bullet. Like he just kind of like backs oh, away. And I'm like, yeah. nobody can do that. He's he's like a, a robot or something. Like in sure. my head, like that that's he's, interesting because in human skills. Cause he does some crazy stuff in this movie. He does he does do some crazy stuff. I mean that that is like if if nothing else, if you're a big Jet Li fan and you kind of want to see where it all started, at least from the American film perspective, I think they really do give him a lot of opportunities to i mean even though it is totally ridiculous that he's having a fist fight with danny glover like that is completely ridiculous but he they do a really good job of giving him enough opportunities to like do cool shit so what what i thought you had done my, my own like psychiatric evaluation of you was that you had combined his ninja like abilities with the very first guy who's like in all of the armor and like has a flamethrower and a gun. Oh yeah. Cause when I was watching that, like after I watched it, I was like, is that what Josh did? Like he combined this kind of, you know, diet Iron Man with <laughs> like, <laughs> diet gently Iron Man. Diet That's the new title for this movie. <laughs> uh, lethal weapon Four: attack of the Diet Jetly Iron Man. That's great. I love that. Yeah. That's that that makes a little bit of sense. At least from a kid's point of view, like you're kind of starting this movie out with a very superhero kind of approach of or at least like a boss battle in a video game. Like here's yeah. two badass cops fighting a super enemy. Yes. Like why not have the later people be like super ability as well? Which in my eyes they are. Yeah. I mean for for sure his his character is um is very supernatural. I mean, it takes the both of them. I don't think that in any of the other movies, um, I mean, I know that like Riggs and Murtaugh have always had each other's back, but I, I don't think that they have ever like fought the same person like hand and foot, like literally two on one. Usually it's like one of them rescuing the other. 
Yeah. But I don't think that they've had really that many moments where it was like, okay, this guy is such Very a badass on the same, same level, that yeah. we actually need to like take him on at the same time. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So that that's kind of my my anything else that we need to say about Lethal Weapon Four or about the franchise well, as a whole. I, I I just texted you an image. I had to take a screenshot of a particular scene in a movie, just because I thought it epitomized the whole franchise so well in this movie. And for some reason, it made me crack up. <laughs> uh, it's just this shot of Mel Gibson holding two guns, yes, pointing them at different people, and everybody's holding a gun in the room, and two people look kind of un unnaturally scared. And it was just like, God, this movie is just fucking bogus. <laughs> the whole time, oh. it, it never like gives you a moment to feel grounded, which is kind of great because it's like it's a send up, it's an action movie, all that. But yeah. Yeah, it, this one, Just, it goes, you know, I feel like every movie, what they wanted to do, and th- this is this is my commentary of, like, the franchise as a whole, I think what they wanted to do was push the envelope every single time. And I think, I think that I can honestly say, if nothing else, you know, however you feel about the franchise, they they did do that. Like they, they especially start from yeah from where it started too, which was a very 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 specific like yeah. movie and how it w- how it was how it looked how it sounded how everything happened like it's there's a, not a lot of action movies like that no it's it's a total one I mean it's kind of like you know and I know that we I think we've made this comparison before but it's kind of like Terminator One versus Terminator Two like they're just so totally yeah. different in terms of tone and absolutely music and atmosphere and the dialogue (laughs) it feels like we made that point like a year ago like we've been (laughs) doing these movies for so long we're coming up on doing this for two years man oh wow isn't that crazy (laughs) that's that is crazy yeah this is this is fucking crazy (laughs) well all right josh it's time for the end of this our first of many. <laughs> no, I don't know that we're ever going to do this again. <laughs> but our, our. I like the way you're setting it up, though. We're trying to give it some pomp and circumstance. Our first and possibly last full movie series. I'm going to ask you to rate both Lethal Weapon 4 and the series overall. Be kind and rewind or eject and reject. Oh, man. So we're giving, like the the power of and if like if i a score that is quadruple the power i mean you 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 interpret it how you want to i'll i'll i have i have a rating for that but i also have an explanation so okay so i'm going to give this uh fourth movie this fourth installment uh a score of peel and seal i feel like i've given that score before you, but you never uh, have <laughs> you never i'm gonna have. say peel for you know you're gonna have to kind of like peel it like you kind of like pull gum off the ground like you're gonna have to peel it out of the library you know it's probably not something peel that you would have tried to look for on your own it's just like you're being forced to because you're you're on a podcast and you have to watch a four movie long series (laughs) um 
And then uh, Seal for, mm. obviously, you know, Seal, you know, the artist. He would probably write a really great song about uh, Lethal Weapon in line with all the uh, saxophones. <laughs> so Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to, I was trying to misdirect you. Seal it away forever. That's what I meant. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So peel and seal. Okay. Don't need to see this one in daylight again. And I'm gonna give the entire. Oh my god! I can't believe I get to say this. I'm gonna give the entire Lethal Weapon series a score of eject and reject. Wow! This does not need to be. I don't know. You know, I understand wow. that it's the uh, that it's the foundation of a lot of action movies today. But honestly, I think a lot of action movies need to be different today. <laughs> Like, if they're anything like these true. movies, sure. like, I think they're doing something wrong, because, <laughs> like, these exist. You can go see them. But, like, I, if I'm picking this movie and watching it today, it's, like, it's only good for nostalgia and kind of laughing at it. And there's lots of action movies I can laugh at. I want to see action movies that, like... I'm actually gripped by what's going on. And I was not once in any of these movies, hmm. like, gripped by the action. Like, the stakes felt real, and I was, like, worried for the people. <sighs> so, no, I just, I... Yeah. Like, it was fun, and it was, like, fun to poke fun at it and, like, have the memory <laughs> of, oh, yeah, Lethal Weapon and Racist-Ass Millie Gibbsies are were things, but am I gonna give this to other people before other movies? Absolutely not. Hmm. Well, so, no. That's fair. That's totally fair. You know why? Because it's your opinion. And your opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one and they all stink. Okay, I thought you were going to say assholes like people got multiple assholes. Uh, not yet. We're working on that. We're working on the second anus. Yeah. <laughs> the second anus. <laughs> Copyright tapes, tapes, tapes. 2020. Um, yeah, because that's what this year needs more of, Jesus Christ. Everybody has a second anus. Um, yeah. I am going to give, uh, I'll, I'll try to be a bit more more brief. Uh, I will give Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, because I, I think that I, I do agree with a lot of what you said, but I just have yeah. a slightly different tilt on it. Like, I'm going to give this one a be kind of rewind. Um, and the series overall, and and for for this movie in particular, I just think it's fun. I got a nostalgia baby. My 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 bone got triggered. I entered into nostalgia baby. I had a good time. So you know, I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna pretend that I didn't. Um, I thought it, I thought it balanced the funniness. I thought it had good dialogue. Um, is it the best action movie? No. I mean, if if you wanted me to recommend, like, what's the best action movie of the '90s, off the top of my head, of the ones that we've watched, I think I'd probably still say Speed, um, because it it yeah. has a lot of of elements that these movies, um, you know. Anyway, and the series overall, I'm also going to give it a be kind and rewind. But with the asterisk being, if you didn't grow up with them, I don't think that you would like it. I think that you're right in that, like, they probably don't hold up by today's action movie standards. I mean, I know that they don't. We just watched all four of them in the span of four weeks. Also, they, they, they survive by nothing. Like, 
Yeah, there's nothing. If it weren't for if it weren't for us doing this, like how else would anybody be thinking about this? Honestly, <laughs> wow. How? Well, think yeah. about it. Like, what moments from these movies like are survived today? I well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think that there's. I think like the bathroom blowing up scene is iconic. Um, I don't know. I never hear about it in movie or TVs, and I know every movie and TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's clear. After doing this podcast with you for the past two years, it's. <laughs> I don't think I knew how little you actually watched movies before we started to make this podcast together. <laughs> we learned about each other. Great choice. Um, no, you are a great choice because you're my best friend. Um. But yeah, so I, you know, and that's a pretty big, big asterisk. Like, if you've never seen them before, if you don't have any familiarity with them, you're you're good to skip it. Like, it's it's okay. You're not really gonna get anything out of it. You know, like you just said, there 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 aren't that many. I mean, I was immediately able to think of like the bathroom blowing up scene, but then I'm kind of struggling to think of anything else. I'm sure I could if I if I had like you know if you'd said give me a top ten list. You know, if you'd given me that assignment yesterday, I, I'm sure I could have come up with like a top 10 lethal weapon moments list. But off the top of my head, I can't really do it. I think it's survived by the always sunny in Philadelphia bit that you didn't watch uh, Lethal Weapon 5. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll check it think out. That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually sent it to you on Facebook before we started recording. Oh, did, so oh, did you, you send some... that to me? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's in your in your inbox. Oh, oh. Did you see it? Oh, oh. Uh... Oh, it looks, it, looks like you, it looks like you read the message. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, probably okay. I'll check that out. That's good. Uh, okay. Is that four for four that we've made this joke <laughs> in every one of these? Hey, <laughs> if there's one thing I know that's funny, it's repetition. It's repetition. It's repetition. It's repetition. It's repetition. It's repetition. Oh no. <laughs> um yeah, so that that's that's it. I mean, I, I think at this point we probably don't need to make yet another recommendation, right? <laughs> of what people should watch instead no, of No, dear movie. god, no. I can I I don't want to. <laughs> I will say though, if you had to put these movies in order, what order would you put them in? Best to worst? Ooh, that's a good question. I already know mine. Well, I don't know that you. I don't know that you get to rank them. Fuck you! Why? I'm the other person on the podcast. Because you you ejected and rejected the whole franchise. So I have ones that I liked more than others. Okay. They don't all get a score of zero in my head. I, I give numeric scores that I don't tell you to all the movies I I watch, and these were great in order: a twenty-one, nineteen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 25 and 31 that's not true at all so i guess yeah i did not that's a really good question i didn't think about this at all but from from my hip i would say two one four three so i think two is the best one i think one is second best i think four is third best and i think three is is bad like i think you can skip three I, so I have a very, I have like the opposite list from you. Okay, okay, okay. I want to hear it. So mine is one, four, three, two. Wow, there's no overlap? <laughs> there's no overlap. <laughs> we are at ends of this fucking franchise. <laughs> That's amazing that we are at complete, like, the, I think, there's no I think overlap. One, one is the least worst because it's 
it's just so it's so lethal weapon it just yeah. deserves the medal for that yeah sure Four, i think is the best structured and like the most put together and composed of all of them three i thought like even though i hated most of it like uh, at least in the start i was like okay okay and then two i don't really remember enjoying at all <laughs> I don't even really remember it. Two is the one where they fought the the bad guys from South Africa. Remember, yeah, and he was like I, diplomatic that, immunity. Didn't I have to watch that one twice? No, that was three. Oh, well, I just... Whatever. I'm going to stick with mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked two slightly more than one, um, even though I felt like those two are kind of the standouts. Um, and then, yeah, four, like I... I mean, we already spent you know, 40 minutes or so talking about four. So you already know why I like four. And then, yeah, three, I just feel like is way worse than the others. I mean, I, I, for me, I feel like those like three out of four I liked. And then for you, it's like zero out of four you liked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a very interesting place to be. All right. Well, beautiful thank you so much for listening to a podcast that for the past four episodes has been about lethal weapons yes i thank you so much i can't believe you appreciate our listenership (laughs) i we are so proud of you and thank you josh for agreeing begrudgingly in the first episode of this to do this and evan thank you for building my tolerance for action movies that have no place in my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.